Now, how do we sound? How do we sound now? How do we sound now? How do we sound? How do we now? Oh. <laughs> how do we sound now? <laughs> how do we sound now? Oh, I thought it was giving us like a metronome. I know. I I like the way it counts us in. It's like yeah. It's like <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Perform. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Jazz hands. Okay, so we have put together a bowl of um, topics. We have. So we're going to just pick one. Do you want to pick, pick it? We're going to pick a topic. Would you like me to pick to it? To talk about. Um, I'll pick it. Okay. I will not look. Let's do a little ASMR. Just a little. Yeah. Yeah. For all mm. you listeners at home. Okay, I've chosen one. Today's topic is... Makeup and beauty. Fun. That is fun. I love me some makeup. Yeah. And some beauty. I definitely love beauty. Mm. As a beautiful person, I love beauty. Yeah, you are a beautiful person. Thank you. <laughs> I am a beautiful person. You're right. I know. I think this is fun because I don't wear a ton of makeup. Like on a daily basis. Like today I think I'm wearing virtually nothing. Mm. But I love makeup like I love going to Sephora and looking at all the I just it's like an enchanted forest yeah. I just think it's the most I just want to buy everything and try everything it's so fun it's so fun I like all the perfumes at Sephora. oh yeah yeah finding a perfume is really weird I found mm -hmm. one recently that I love which is great what um is it? it's it's Ariana Grande's oh, yes. perfume it's called Cloud it's really it's sweet and like it's how i want to smell all the time like mm -hmm. like vanilla and mm. like like yeah it's just like sweet and kind of marshmallowy it's so good it's amazing yeah did you buy it or no what you didn't buy it i did no, you did buy it i have right? it yeah oh. and it comes in a cute little cloud like oh, like dispenser i don't know what the what the word but it's so cute um yeah i really love that shit yeah um my favorite, and I used it, like, I don't even remember. I think when I was, like, a teenager, my mom was like, you know, do you want to, like, buy perfumes? She's been wearing the same Clinique perfume since she was, like, 20. And so she was like, do you want to, like, pick out a perfume? And I was like, sure. And I really liked Burberry's, um, all of their smells, because they're not so feminine. There's, they're, like, a little musky. Oh, yeah. Which I've always... They have, like, campfire. Yeah. yeah, and, like, even for, like, their women line, they have more, like, they're not as flowery or whatever. And so my mom was like, uh, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, I oh, like these. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think she was just happy I didn't pick a cologne. But, um, <laughs> but it, yeah, so Burberry Brit, I've had it ever since. It's, like, huh. my That's scent. That's your scent? And I don't wear it much. I wear it for, like, special occasions. I, like, Are you going to wear it for your date on Monday? Oh, maybe I will. <gasps> I'm going to get a date on Monday. You have a date on Monday. <laughs> what, is it, what does this smell like? It smells, mm, yeah, it's kind of like woodsy and kind of like bark and then with like a little bit of like lemony. There's like a little citrus. Ooh. Like bark, a little smoky. Nice. But like in a sparkly way. Wow. I just want to know I what like it smells it. like. I'll now. wear it next time. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Because this is a special occasion. Too. Oh, yeah. 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 You, well, you can smell mine like yeah. now, so that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. I know. I like. I like knowing what scents people are interested in because I think it tells a lot about you. Because scents are so like emotional, which is interesting. They are. Yeah. 
do you have a favorite scent or one that's mm. like means a lot to you? Do you love lavender? Mm. Always love the scent of lavender. My grandma used to have this like a jar of lotion that was probably so old. <laughs> like it just looked <laughs> like it was really old. Yeah. And every time I'd get to go to their house, I would like go in her bathroom and take some of this lavender lotion and like put it on. And so in my mind, it's just connected to like Aww. my grandma. That's so sweet. Yeah, I love it. And then I love the smell of like anything baking. Just mm. like anything. I don't care if it's in the oven, like your bread you just mm. made. It's just. When you put like children in there, <laughs> oof, that smells good. <laughs> mm, charred. Mm, flesh. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, I can't. Can't say that one really gets to me as much. Really? Yeah. To each their own. But baked goods. <laughs> baked goods. What about you? So charred children. Charred children. It's a big one for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like the witch in Hansel and Gretel. Uh, Jesus. Uh, I love grass, mm. like in a in a woodsy area, because mm-hmm. it reminds me of camp. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I went to a sleepaway camp growing up, and it was like a 40-minute drive from the city. Mm-hmm. And it was like just far enough away that it was like a completely different place, you know? And the like grass was so like, it, it's just so specific. And it, and it usually smells like rain, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so it's such a specific woodsy scent. But like, I, I, like whenever I smell it, it's just like right back oh. to camp. That's so nice. Yeah, I miss that. Also, like chicken cooking for dinner because mm. my mom makes it every Shabbat mm. for dinner. Nice. Yeah. yeah, food is definitely a good one. Mm-hmm. The grass that reminds me of, um, like uh, leaves, like the smell of like leaves on the ground during the fall. There's mm. like a very specific, especially growing up in Tennessee. There was like this very specific smell because usually it would rain a lot in the fall, and then. There's like, <laughs> sounds disgusting, but like wet, dead leaves. Mm-hmm. But there's something about yes, that yeah. smell that, oh, I just, I, I did love that smell. It's nice. Yeah. Cool stuff. So you have this okay. date on Monday. Oh. <laughs> and um, you are nervous about it. Mm-hmm. You are anxious. thought you were talking about makeup. You don't like <laughs> meeting new people. <laughs> um, and... Mm. Are you going to wear makeup? Do you wear makeup on dates? Yeah, so I'll probably wear makeup. I, okay. I like to go for like, okay, so in the Hunger Game books, mm-hmm. there's when she goes to the Capitol. Have you read the Hunger yes, Games? Yes. Okay, so then she gets like made up and they like clean her up and whatever and they're like mm-hmm. dirty, like dirty Mr. Woman. 12 person. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, and they go, they call it beauty base zero. Okay. And that's reading that I was like oh I feel like that's what I do like that's always Mm. kind of my goal is like I love wearing makeup that makes it look like you're not really wearing makeup but like I feel better because I know I'm wearing makeup but it's just that stuff where you just kind of enhance the like pink on your cheeks and you just like I I usually do like a very little amount of like I don't really use eyeliner I have very hooded eyes so my there's not a lot of lid to work with Mm. um so I just do like I usually just use eye black eyeshadow as like a little bit of liner. That's I nice. do love mascara. I think mascara just makes your eyes pop. Yeah. Um, makes it pop, pop. I might might fill in my eyebrows a little bit. I used to be really obsessive about my eyebrows, and mm. I've used a ton of different eyebrow things. I've used more like eyebrow like mousses where you like brush them in. Oh, wow. I've used pencils. I've used like I really use eyeshadow for everything. So now I just use I find an eyeshadow that matches my eyebrows and just kind of throw it in. Hmm. But since I've gotten bangs. 
I haven't done my eyebrows as much. Right. Which I kind of have liked because I've let, I've actually let my eyebrows grow out more than I used to mm. because I have bangs and I'm like, no one can see them anyway. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, it's nice to see what your eyebrows really want to do when you just kind of leave them alone. Like, you have lovely eyebrows. Thank I don't you. know if you tweeze them or what you do. They're Nothing. They're beautiful. Okay. They're just like perfect. <laughs> so I think I definitely can, could get obsessive about over, over <laughs> tweezing my eyebrows. So it's nice. I like your eyebrows a lot. I've never Thank noticed you. like... I've never been like, oh, she needs to do something to her eyebrows, <laughs> like ever. Thank you. I, yeah. I like I like where they're at now. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with the eyebrows. That's great. So I might like fill them in a little bit, see how my hair's doing, um, and then yeah, like I probably won't do like a full face of foundation. Like if I'm doing like a video audition or I go get headshots or something, or if I go in for like an audition or a show, I'll put foundation on. But did usually... you do that for your recent photo shoot? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cute photos, by the way. Or at least the one you posted on Instagram. Oh, I'll show you more. Yeah, I want to see them. I'm very happy. I got some really good ones. Um, So, like, for that. But if I'm just going out, or, like, even when I go to work, like, at the coffee shop, I'll just, I'll usually put concealer under my eyes for sure. Because I have just, like, I look so tired all the time. (laughs) And then... Um, concealer on like little bits of my face. So like I have, I tend to have red marks. Mm. I also like pick at my face a lot. That mm. can be a whole thing we could talk about one day. Sure, sure. Just, like face picking. Face picking. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. that's a whole thing. Lovely. And so I, yeah, so I'll like cover little bits, but I won't. So I probably like do that. Maybe a little bit of blush. Okay. So definitely eye stuff. I feel like I focus on the eyes. So I'll wear like some eyeshadow, but like. Usually just, like, a, a light brown or, like, a... Hmm. Well, the eyes are what people are, like, looking at. Yeah, especially with masks and stuff. It's, like, oh, I've gotten yeah. way more into eyeshadow. I remember there was one point in, like, winter of, I think, 2021, like, early in 2021, that I was, like, losing my mind because everything was so gray here. It was, like, gray for days and days and days and days, and I was, yeah. like, I need color. And most of my clothes are, like, black and gray and very yeah. neutral, which I like, but I was, like, I need color in my life, and so I bought a morph palette of just like tons of colors Mm. and there's some really bright blues and pinks and yellows and I was like yes okay and so for a while I was wearing really bright colors and it was so fun because I was just like I need something else yeah or like red sometimes it's really fun to wear red oh it is fun to wear red red. eyeshadow yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's if I'm like feeling kind of crazy sure I'll like put on something else but yeah Hmm. beauty base zero oh um also Highlighter. I mm. love highlighter. I love when you put a little I bit of highlighter, highlighter on, like, tip of your nose. I just, yeah. I feel like the cutest little button of a person. Like, uh-huh. I, I was like, that's all yeah. I need. It's like a little. And then on your cheekbones. That's nice, too. Highlighter's amazing. Just love a little sparkle in your life. Mm-hmm. I use eyeshadow for highlighter. Oh, yeah. It's you really can. Good. Yeah. I have one that's, like, it's amazing and purple and, like, iridescent. Oh, or, like, I don't know what the word is, but it's, like, so good. And I, I wear it, like, all the time. And it it's just, like, yeah, it's just, like, a like, like a pop. And, like, when mm-hmm. you turn, you know, uh-huh. and, like, into the light. And then it's just, like, wow, you wow. know. Highlighter is the so. thing that before I started wearing makeup, I didn't notice but always makes you look, like, better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't notice it ever. But then when I started wearing makeup, I was, like, oh, this is, like, a vast improvement. Mm. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I know. I think it is funny when people don't wear makeup, the things you don't notice. Like, you know there's a difference, 
you don't know what the difference yeah. is, which I think yeah. is the same with like clothes or anything. It's like you know when clothes fit people. Mm-hmm. And you know when they don't fit people, but you don't know why. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, I don't know. You know when someone looks, quote unquote, better. Yeah. But it's like, it's just all about the fit, which I think is why it's hard because it's like, I think it's why rich people just look better because they just True. have like yeah. more money for clothes that fit them better or mm-hmm. better makeup products. Or I know for a long time I was, um, I would just buy whatever makeup from like, I don't know, Walgreens or yeah, whatever. Same. And then I, well, I watched a lot of Queer Eye. Nice. Um, listened to everything JVN says ever. And then I started listening to their podcast, Getting Curious. Mm-hmm. And on one of them, they had this, I don't know exactly who they are, but they have a makeup or, or no, like a facial company. Like they make moisturizers and cleansers and stuff. And then they're also like a historian and they studied oh, wow. this they studied the history of makeup and came out with a book called Pretty Boys. And it's all about how, like, really men have been throughout all of history, back from to, like, the... I mean, it talks about the Egyptians. It talks about the uh, Nordic people. Like, hmm. just all throughout history and how makeup has been used as, like, a performative thing forever. Wow. And it's a really good book. Highly recommend. Interesting. Please, um... Be our sponsor, Pretty Boys. Yeah, um, Pretty Boys. Pretty Boys. Will you sponsor us. So, yeah, and I read that book, and it, it opened my eyes just kind of like the importance of using quality products. Interesting. And so I've stopped buying. So now I like buy way less makeup, and I spend more money on like good stuff. Hmm. Um. That's yeah. That's actually better for my skin. Because I was like, okay, I think I can do that, and then it forces me to not buy makeup all the time. And so then when I am gonna buy something, I like. That's nice. something better. Yeah. We'll see how long I can actually sustain it with my bank account. But sometimes cheap eyeshadows will like leave, like they will stain, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like weird. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. That doesn't make me feel great. Also, when you get like a good product, you know, mm-hmm. like you can like tell like, wow. Yeah. You know, because I definitely... To a certain extent, I feel like, yeah, fucking go to Walgreens. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, nobody has the money you need for to. That, yeah, and, like, know. there are some great products that are cheaper. Like mascaras, you know. Yeah. Which or whatever. I just know for me, my skin is so sensitive. I was like, I need to start buying stuff that I think is actually, yeah. actually better. You like a bold eye, though. I do. Yeah, which I love. I do like a bold eye. I especially did... I I started to have a more sort of daily, less bold mm-hmm. thing. I guess it's more bold compared to what you like to do. Mm-hmm. But um, but recently I've started to have more of like a more of like a natural 2021, 2022 moment where it's like red in the corner, mm-hmm. you know, and like and and it's not it's very subtle. I I've been really liking recently the more like. Just like, oh, it's like, just makes you feel prettier. Mm-hmm. Um, what about that makes you feel prettier, do you think? Uh, well, I think, I think anything like that makes my eyes pop even more. Mm-hmm. And my eyes are like already so like great. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they are. You not to toot my them, own horn. But they're yeah. bright and beautiful and large. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are beautiful and large. Um, and... 
yeah, I just, I, so I really like accentuating that. Mm -hmm. And then my eyebrows are also great, which thank yeah. you for the compliment. Oh, yeah. Um, that's like the thing that I get the most compliments on really? is people are like, did you do anything to your eyebrows? And I'm like, no, I just, I woke up like this legitimately, as they say. Um, so that's nice. Like I, I, I feel like a genuinely like very beautiful, symmetrical uh -huh. face like person yeah. yeah audrey's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are <laughs> this is what i've been saying the whole time <laughs> um so that's that's really nice I, yeah. I i really love i love that anyway um i used to before i transitioned i started to do like bold eye makeup mm -hmm. before i even like knew i was a woman I just, like, really wanted, like, for for some reason, like, makeup just felt really good. And I was like, why is this, like, so great? <laughs> um, and so I would do, I would just do eye makeup. So, mm -hmm. like, it would be a really nice thing when I was, like, it was in my last semester of college. Mm -hmm. And I would do, like, eye makeup and then people would compliment my eye makeup and I'd be like, oh, thanks. Like, mm -hmm. wow, it's so great. Um, and so... Uh, that and and the beginning of my transition was really when I started to do like bolder mm -hmm. like eighties inspired like blues and and greens and like whatever and that stuff is like so much fun because it's yeah. it's like it's like wow uh -huh. in the best way yes um and I really I love doing that kind of stuff it's really fun with an outfit mm -hmm. if you have a specific outfit yes you can match your eyeshadow to yes. the yeah, yeah yeah and then it all just like works and it's really great um. So, so I, I love, I love doing stuff like that. Or like I'll do half of my eyelid is one mm -hmm. color and then half is the other. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I like started to do. And that was mm -hmm. always like really fun for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, so I just like always have liked that. Maybe it's just because it's so, so so bold and and so like you can't not notice it mm -hmm. I guess which I really like I like when people look at me yeah <laughs> I really like yeah, <laughs> I like people looking at me um and so so that that always like that always felt really nice and then now that I'm now that I'm semi well into my transition I like I really have been liking the more sort of subtle daily stuff. Mm -hmm. Recently, the style that I've been going for is I'll do, um, I'll do a color on my eyelid that's, like, very similar to my skin tone. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a little bit lighter. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, like, a, it's, it's, like, a white or, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it's, like, a light peach or something. Mm -hmm. Put it on my eyelid, you know, put, put it on my eyelids, and then I'll do, like, a little bit of red in the corner. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, it's I, I really love yeah. love that style thing and then I, I usually do eyeliner as well. Yes. Um usually pretty thin is my goal, but then it always ends up being like super thick and I'm just like what and they look hard. different. I've always had a really hard time with eyeliner. Like gel eyeliners or mm. liquid liners. Like Yeah. I just I've always really struggled with them. I think just some eyes are just easier than yeah. others like I, I really do like I can't do a wing really because mm. I have like my eyelid goes all the way down yeah and so I have to if I do do a wing it's like a whole process I have to like draw it out and then like cross it over and then if I close my eye it looks like a mess but if my eyes are open it looks great like it's just yeah. eyeliner is really hard yeah it is so that's fair it sucks that they don't make makeup for many different kinds of faces 
and many different kinds of mm-hmm. like people. I hate that. Yeah, I feel like they're just like, oh, let's have fun. Yeah, they're just like, here's, have fun, like go try. Yeah, and you do, I feel like, have to try so many different things before you find. Mm-hmm. Like I tried so many different pencil liners and yeah, liquid liners and gel liners and all these different things to like see if I could get one to work. And I just went back to eyeshadow. I was like, screw it, like this works. Yeah, <laughs> That's all yeah. I can do. For Ever since I, literally ever since I started wearing makeup, I apply eyeshadow with my finger. Uh-huh. I don't really? use a brush. Yeah. I do never have. Do you want have. to use a brush? Uh, sometimes I do. When it, when it gets to like the, the corner mm-hmm. stuff, like with the red, then I'll do, okay. then I'll do a yeah, brush yeah, because yeah, that just fair. like makes sense and it's like, it's a lighter application. Mm-hmm. But I never got enough uh, material, foundation, what do you, what do you, not foundation. I never got enough pigment on my on my brush yes like at least for what I wanted to do and and still like if I was going to use a brush to apply eyeshadow I would have to do a bunch of layers because I really like a lot a lot of pigmentation you know yeah um but with my finger it's just like easy yeah Yeah. do you put um concealer or um foundation on your eyelids ever beforehand I do moisturizer Okay. That's it. If you put like concealer on your eyelids, mm. it helps it stick. Really? Mm-hmm. Because or there's also like eye primers, which I've never oh, really used. Oh yeah. But there's also like primers you can do for your eyelids, and then it mm. helps those brighter colors really like stick. Interesting. Yes. Well, that's good to know. That is the secret. Makeup trips and tricks and tips. Tricks and tips. I don't know many, but that one I do know. Because <laughs> I have the same thing. Like yeah, eyeshadow. It's like you put it on, and yep. it's like barely there. Yeah. But if you put a concealer down it's like glue Mm -hmm. that's interesting okay well that's good to know i have never used a primer and that's my Mm. that's my dirty little secret you don't need it though Um, your skin is like poreless yeah my skin (laughs) is really great Uh, (laughs) yeah what are your skin tips tell me like what what do you use uh, to clean your face be born with it oh my god Um, that's nice (laughs) it's yeah um i use a facial cleanser Mm mm-hmm um, you're like studying my face right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I use a, like a, um, I use a facial cleanser from Trader Joe's. It's Amazing. just like a really nice uh-huh. facial cleanser. And then I use moisturizer. Like yeah. I, that's it. I don't, I don't have a skin routine. I don't, I. You yeah. drink a lot of water though. I drink you? a lot of water. Yeah. That's the secret. Mm-hmm. I stay extremely hydrated and it's annoying to fill up your water bottle like a million times mm-hmm. a day, but. It cures everything. Mm. Being well hydrated, like, yeah. like if you're sick, it'll make you feel better. Like it makes your skin great. You know, um, for people who like to pee a lot, it also helps with that. There you go. Which I know you do. I love. Pe- yes, we have. I need some water. You need some water, so that you can pee. That's no. the ultimate goal. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, I, I, I really, I, I feel blessed with good skin yeah. because like, yeah, cause I don't use primer or anything like that. And it ends up being okay mm-hmm. because I don't have super like sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's not sensitive, but, but I never have like problems. I've never had acne. Wow. You know, I've never, yeah. Lucky bitch. Yeah. I'm, I'm very blessed, but I did have <laughs> braces for five years. So well, I had braces for five out. years <gasps> and acne. <laughs> oh, Audrey, no. <laughs> You had I braces was a for mess. five years? I had braces oh. until I got them off right before my senior play. 
Wow. The week before. So I got two <laughs> shows in high school without braces, which was like. I've never known anybody else thing. who also had braces had for five for years. so long. Yeah. And I had so many different things. I had like bars in my mouth for a while that were trying to pull my jaw forward. Oh, no. So I have like all this jaw trauma now. They tried everything. They tried all these different things on my mouth. But to be fair, I also had really bad teeth. Like, mm. I had teeth, like, in front of other teeth. Oh, jeez. It was bad, yeah. So I got them on, I think, I don't even remember when I got them on. But, yeah, had them for a long time. Wow. That sucks, though, five years. It's yeah. it's awful. I got mine out at the end of my junior year of high school. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. So I, I at least year. had my senior year. Mm-hmm. Man, in high school, I was so pitifully, like, I don't want to say mm-hmm. ugly. <laughs> um, I just, I was such a late bloomer, mm. you know, um, which is a theme in my life. Um, but yeah, I was just like a, I was a very late bloomer. So I would always like have crushes on girls and then they would never be into me because mm. I looked like I was 12, yeah. you know, and, and I was like, but my brain is like far ahead of you. <laughs> like if you just knew, like, I'm you like, knew me. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, so that that always sucked. But then yeah. then I grew up a little bit. Then mm-hmm. I I hit puberty and um and then the girls didn't stop coming. <laughs> I was a little bit of a hoe in high school. Yeah, I was. Yeah. For you. Well, I mean, at least in the last like year and a half of high school, yeah. when I like hit puberty and stuff, oh, like you. yeah. I was, I was the talk of the Jewish town, oh as it were. <laughs> the Jewish community in Cleveland is... Is it small? Is it big? No, it's very big. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But it's small because everyone, everyone knows, knows each other. Mm. But it's, it's a very big community. But everybody knew me and my family because mm-hmm. my dad's a rabbi. Mm-hmm. So... Did everyone know you were a hoe? Yeah. Everybody oh. knew. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of nice. I really <laughs> like being a hoe. <laughs> Um, yeah, I always enjoyed it. It, it, it did lead to some weird stuff though, because, because of course everybody like knew each other. Mm -hmm. So there would be like a lot of times where I'd just be like scrolling through Instagram and it's like a picture of like a group of like five girls. And I'm like, I have hooked up with every (laughs) single one of them. (laughs) Um, it was very weird. That is, it's not something to brag about. Um, but like, (laughs) um, it was. Still it was talk fun. Still talk to any but... of them? Are you still yeah. To them? Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. I I feel good that I've like repaired my relationship with a lot of them because mm-hmm. when that kind of stuff happens, it's like, at least for me, like my mental health was not good mm. because because it was all very like fun and consensual times in high school, but mm-hmm. like, but I always just felt like they were always talking about me, you know, because they all had these shared experiences oh. with me. Mm-hmm. Um. You gotta compare. So, you gotta contrast. <laughs> well, yes, of course. <laughs> and I would do the same thing. Yeah. You have to compare and contrast. Um, so, so my mental health was like pretty bad, and and also I just like I'm not proud of some of the things that I did or the reasons that mm-hmm. I like, and in college too. Like, yeah. I used intimacy and sex as a way to like escape and feel worthy. Oh yes, and like, um, and all that stuff, and and. I was fortunate and not fortunate that like people indulged that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I had to spend a lot of time like figuring that out. Cause I made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hurt some people, 
you know, so those are some of my biggest regrets. But anyway. Yeah, no, I, I feel that, though. I think that's more normal than we think, because I've definitely been, done the same thing. Where, mm. Like, all of a sudden I realize I've just been, like, using this person, and I don't really care about them as much as I care about the experience with them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, fuck, oh, that's not nice at all. Yeah. And it's fine if it's equal, if you're both, like, we're just using each other. Mm-hmm. But that's also not great either because it's like is that yeah. i mean good? unless it's hot you know? like you I know mean, yeah, i certainly like to be, be used but anyway <laughs> um no yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah it's hard um i'm glad that you also relate to that because mm-hmm. i i definitely did i mean and especially in college it was like the social scene was really fucked up mm. in college so that was the only way that i felt connected to the people around me um, cause I just didn't, I didn't connect with them. They were, they were all kind of, I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them were just kind of fake and, and, and I was very like, keep your head down and work really hard and mm. they didn't really get me. Oh. And I think I just seemed standoffish and, and like, like, look, I'm not standoffish. Like, yes. yeah. And, and I would get a lot of like leads and stuff mm. and the combination of those things Everyone led to, <laughs> yeah, everybody hated oh, me. When you work hard and you are successful, no one likes you. Yes. It's annoying. Yeah. And, and like, there were a lot of mistakes that I made, especially like with what we were just talking about, mm. because I was trying to connect with these people so much. Mm. I was like, I just want you to like me. Like, yeah. I just want, I, all I want is for you to just like comment on my Instagrams like you do everybody else. And. Mm. And, and it never, it really hurt me. I, I just wanted to feel a part of it and I never did. And I just buried myself in my work, you know? And, and so then I left college and I didn't really have any friends and it was very sad. Uh, (laughs) it is sad. Do you want to change the subject? (laughs) Um, anyway. Well, uh, so that was intense. Yeah, it was. And and then it's all of that combined with the fact that I was a woman and nobody mm-hmm. knew it. Mm-hmm. And like and and if and I wish I could have just shared that with people. I wish yeah. I could have shown people who I really was. Right? And there's probably all those like validations were so rooted in possibly that. Yes. But like you didn't even know maybe mm-hmm. that that's what you really wanted and it's like all the people that yeah. I had sex with or whatever, I just wanted to look like them. Oh. Like I just that I just wanted to be them. <laughs> You know, I think about that a lot when I find people I'm attracted to. I'm like, do I want to mm. be with you or do I just want to be you? Yeah. That there's, um, that's the, the bisexual experience. Oh, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. The, um, the goalie for, well, she just retired, but Ashlyn Harris, who was the U.S. Um, hot, uh, soccer team goalie, mm. is like, to me, the hottest woman on the planet. Wow. And... I, yeah, I still don't know. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be you or if I want to, like, mm. be with you. I don't know. Wow. Just both. Both. Yeah. yeah. So I totally, yeah, I feel like that is a thing. I think sometimes we are attracted to people that are, like, who people we want to be more like. Yeah. Which I think totally makes sense, right? Like, you want to be around people who mm-hmm. you want to enhance you. Yeah. So, very interesting. Was there ever an idea of, like, a certain kind of beauty that you saw in a person and you were like, that is the kind of beautiful I want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always uh, really, like, have been attracted to uh, people who are, like, people who are very warm and, mm-hmm. like, seem like genuinely nice 
people in like a cozy way, mm-hmm. like you want to cuddle with them uh-huh. kind of thing. That's the kind of girl that I want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's like where all my style comes from is like, and, and my like, I don't know, my demeanor or whatever is just like, like I'm always attracted to girls who are like cozy mm-hmm. people who really lo- like that kind of stuff. Um, when you find out you're a Taurus moon. Am I a Taurus moon? Is that what we found out? I thought... Or were you Taurus Venus? Yeah. I was. Yeah. I think my moon is Libra. That's what it is. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, your Venus is Libra. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where all the cozy comes yes, from. Yes, exactly. Like cozy and homey. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about astrology Oh, that day. should be... That, we'll add it to the list. Yeah. I'm such an astrology ho. I hate myself. <laughs> I love it. it for you. I love it. I'm so excited to hear about it all. Because I don't really I don't really know that much about it. But I don't even either. I just like to pretend I do. That's great. Astrology is great. It's fun. Yeah. I think it's good to be able to like identify that mm-hmm. in people. Be like, oh I'm really attracted to this or like and I like that it's just you know, it's not even like an outwardly thing for you. It's like a well, I was going to also mention okay, that. Okay, go. Do, do that one. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I have, thought you were so deep. Into no, 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 no. I just didn't know how to say it. Um, I've always been really insecure about being very skinny. Okay. Especially when I was like, when I was presenting as a guy and, and, and all of that stuff. Like, I just hated being skinny. Um, and so I, I definitely think that's like part of it, but... Um, like, I've always been very into, like, thick girls. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no other way of saying that. That's... With, like, three Cs. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, a hot ass is, like... Yeah. He, I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah. I've always been very attracted to, the, to, to that, like, on a physical level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's what I've always wanted to look like. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to look like that. I've never will look like that. Because mm-hmm. that's just not my body. But... I really want to, and if I could, like, choose, like, if I could, like, do one of those, like, lifestyle apps and mm-hmm. just, like, pick and choose different, like, parts of myself, I would absolutely, like, you know, do that. And and all the girls that I talk to who are, who, who like, are not super skinny models or mm-hmm. whatever, rightfully so, they're very insecure about their body, like, yeah. it's, which is very valid, you know, because of the society that we live in, mm-hmm. but I always want to tell them, like, no, you are, like, yeah. the sexiest person in the entire world, and I want to look like you, like, don't you understand? Um, That's so interesting, and all they want is to look like you, because I know yeah. it's really hard, like, I watch, because I have always been very confused about my body, because I'm not, like, a, I am thin, but I'm not, like, stick thin, mm. And I've just been always kind of in this middle ground of, like, I have prominent thighs, but I don't know. Like, I'm just, conf- I get confused by my own body. And I I think it's really hard, like, especially, like, I watch movies, and every time I watch a movie and there's a lead actress, she always is, for the most part, hmm. she's, like, skinny and has, like, thin arms. It's always arms I'm looking at, and I'm like, you have very thin arms. And then I look at my arms, and they're not, like, as thin. And they never will be. Like, I just have... My body is different. Like, all, everybody's bodies are different. And so it is interesting, though. I think that's why it's hard is, like, yes, like, I know my body is beautiful, but I'm afraid I'll never get cast because of my body because mm. it doesn't fit every other movie, every TV show I watch. I, I, I might be able to be the best friend. I might be able to be the comedic whatever. But it's, like, 
because I don't have like a striking jawline, I'm never going to be Audrey Hepburn. And it's like mm. these weird things where I think that's where the frustration, at least for me, that's where the frustration comes from is it's not like in daily life. It's easy for me to step back and be like, yeah, we're all beautiful. We're all wonderful. Like, you know, people have been attracted to me. Like it's beautiful. But then, and I'm sure that's, yeah, really confusing for you. Cause you're like, why does everyone want to look like me? Yes. And yeah, but I think it's, yeah, there's just like, so I don't know what it is for other people. I know for me, it's like a, it's like a job thing. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. um, that makes sense. Yeah, but also acting, acting is such a big part of my identity that it all kind of bleeds together. Mm. But it is sad. I am very privileged in like being very like conventionally pretty and being mm-hmm. skinny and like, like. I am privileged in this world to to like have dresses literally made from my body type. Mm-hmm. That's really really nice. So I'm not trying to be like I'm so oppressed. <laughs> no, but um, I think your feelings are still so super valid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I I can't I, I'm I can't really trace why I why I don't like super skinny women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just like. I don't know. That's just generally what... And I also find that people who are not, generally anyway, like people who are not super skinny seem... have have been like generally like nice people. Mm. Um, they haven't benefited from that societal thing mm-hmm. and they've been insecure about that usually. Mm-hmm. So, so I... I guess empathize with with that in a certain way. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I definitely empathize with being like my body sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, because that is one of the ways that I'm oppressed is like being a trans woman. So yeah, yeah. So body yeah. acceptance is like a whole dang thing. Uh huh. Like, I'd say let's add it to the list, but I don't wanna because <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. It's God. I feel like it's hard for everybody. It's harder for some people, but it's. I don't, it's so frustrating to me that our culture, and, like, the whole world, it seems, it's not just our culture, like, just, everyone's always trying to police everybody's bodies, and it's, yeah. like, we're just animals, like, mm-hmm. would you tell a dog he was, like, wrong for looking at, I mean, maybe, but, like, <laughs> I don't know, it'd be, like, comparing, like, a basset hound to a greyhound, and being, like, basset hound, you look stupid, you're both hounds, yeah. why don't you look like the greyhound? Yeah. Your ears are so floppy, stop it, like... Why do we do that? Why do we do that to humans? Like, we're all very different, too, and... And some people like basset hounds more than they like greyhounds, and, like, that's fine. Yeah. And I know I'm comparing humans to dogs, and, like, that's not great, but, um... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, I think that there are many different breeds of humans, as there are... Mm. It's just in. Audrey thinks humans are dogs. (laughs) We're all just a bunch of Breaking news alert. (laughs) We're all just a bunch of bitches. Ain't that the truth? If you could be any dog breed, which would you be? Like, based on who you actually are. Not, like, what you want to be. Could be both. I think I'd be... Okay, you know, there's, like, mini Australian shepherds. Uh Uh-huh. That's what I think I'd be. That makes sense for you. Yeah. I love those. Like, a little fluffy. Hmm. Just adorable as heck. Yeah. <laughs> small. Small. S M O L L. Small. Small bean must be preserved at all costs. Literally, I'm like I like to work hard and then sleep a lot. Mm. <laughs> that's that's nice. Yeah. What yeah. about you? You do like to sleep. I love sleeping. It's <laughs> my favorite time of day. No, I don't do it enough. But also, if I could sleep as much as I wanted, I think I'd sleep like ten hours a day. Like I love. Yeah. I love sleeping. That's nice. It's just the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well. 
Um, I think. Hmm. I'd be interested to know what you think. I also don't know that many breeds of dogs, but um, I think I'd be like a husky. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy. Sexy. You know. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> like, no, actually, you know, did you ever see Balto? <laughs> what? Did you ever see the movie Balto? What's that? No, I've never. You never seen the movie Balto? Balto. Balto. <laughs> the more you say it, the less I understand. Balto. Okay, so there's a real story about this dog named Balto who was half wolf, half husky. Oh, wow. And he led a sled dog team um, through, like, through Alaska to bring this medicine to this town. Oh, my gosh. Um, because all these kids were dying of something. Oh. Um, and it's true. And so there's an animated, I think it's Universal, made a film called Balto. It's incredible. It's hmm. one of my favorite movies of all time. And um, in it, like, the dogs talk. And there's, like, these two polar bear friends and a goose. And it's, like, a whole. Wow. It's very fictionalized, obviously. But it's still the story of Balto. I talk to geese. Oh, you don't. Do they talk back? Yes. Quack back. You don't. They quack back. <laughs> quack. That's cool. <laughs> um, no, I don't have any geese friends. Um, but you're missing out. Yeah, geese are cool. They are. Oh, wait, I have to tell you, there's a character named Jenna. Okay. She's a red husky, <gasps> and she's like the love interest of Balto. Is and that I me? feel like that's who you'd be. Ah, yeah. That's cute. She's so cute. Always wanted to be the love interest. Yeah. Oh. That's you. Gotta find you a Balto. That's so fun. Yeah, find me a Balto, yeah. Audrey. Yep. Find me a Balto. <laughs> um, and I did see the movie Air Bud, though, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I loved Air Talking Bud. Talking about dog movies. Yes. Yeah. I Air loved Bud. all those. Did you have a favorite Air Bud film? Uh, probably the first one. We had it on VHS. The basketball one? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. I like the soccer one a lot. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. There's also Beethoven. Did you ever watch oh, those movies? Oh, yeah. Beethoven the third. <laughs> <laughs> Beethoven the second. Beethoven. Yeah. And then there was Beethoven's fifth, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> I loved all those dog movies. Or, like, um... What was the one? Homeward Bound. Mm-hmm. Loved Homeward Bound. One and two. What's the Tom Hanks buddy cop dog movie? Uh, it's very Sea famous. Spot Run? No. That one. Uh, What's it know. called? I can't remember. Oh, did something and Hooch? Yes, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch, yeah. Yes. And I think Disney just like remade it. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I saw a new one on Disney Plus. So I was like, oh. Yeah, God. Disney Plus. Plus what? Plus nothing. Plus, plus minus multiply? Plus negative. Ed Sheeran. Five. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's records, you know, <laughs> I don't. Are they really like, yeah. They're all like that. They're plus yeah, divide. There's, there's like addition, yeah. add. No. What's it called? Plus? <laughs> no. I don't know. It's divide and then multiply and then subtract probably. Isn't it, just, isn't it equals the new one? Oh yeah, equals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like his songs. No. There, I said it. Especially recently. There's a couple of his yeah, songs that his, I the love. the old ones. Like his first album, I was like, this yeah. is nice. I hate to be that girl who's just like, <laughs> well, his old stuff was great, but... Well, his new stuff's just like so poppy. It fucking sucks, okay? Like sometimes I, bad habits If I on. have to hear Shape of You one more time, <laughs> do you know how fucking dumb that song is? <laughs> we push and pull like a magnet do. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck is that? <laughs> what I love about that too is the fact that that song, didn't that win Best Song at the Grammys? I don't know, probably. And and it was against, like, all these super strong women ballads. It was, like, that year when, like, Kesha's Praying mm-hmm. was up. And, like, I think 
some Taylor Swift thing maybe and then like a Beyonce like all this like just these women who were all singing these songs about like fuck the patriarchy and then his song won and everyone was like come on yeah <laughs> oh god man. I hate that <sighs> what else about beauty um want to talk hair let's talk hair yeah hair talk hair talk with Audrey and Harper <laughs> Hair talk. Hair talk. Welcome to Hair Talk. Uh, welcome to Hair Talk. Got this hair, our hair talks, and we showed up. We're our hair talks. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harper's hair. I feel like I don't have much to say about hair, actually. Like, I, like, really? I wash it. But you got to tell me about your hair journey. Oh, I have had a hair journey. Yeah. Yeah, so I never, I always wanted to dye my hair crazy colors, and I really always wanted to dye it purple and silver, because I used to love that film, The Last Unicorn. You ever seen that movie? <sighs> Isn't that old? It's like an 80s animated oh, yeah, yeah. film. <laughs> the, the unicorn that turns into a person, she to me is like the most beautiful, ethereal, just, I don't even know, like not even human, just like entity. When well, I think of what just like beauty is, <laughs> it's like this animated unicorn, unicorn. person. <laughs> Does she have a horn when she's a person? No. Oh, okay. No, she's fully human. Got it. Which is weird that'd be weird yeah um, <laughs> that'd be so weird huh? <laughs> um <laughs> no no shame um but yeah so you know pandemic first year was like pd awful and then i was like screw this i've always wanted to dye my hair i'm going and i have dyed the end i did dye the ends um like a, a purplish pink one time mm. that was fun my hair was really long brown and then the ends were like pink mm. and so that was fun but that was like a home box dye and so I, um, a regular at my coffee shop came in and her, she specializes in dyeing hair, like really vibrant colors. That's like her deal. And so she's like, yeah, come by, like I'll dye it. And I was like, great. And so I went in the first round was like a silver. So we're trying to like get to this purplish color. And I've ne- I'd never seen my hair so light before. I'd mm-hmm. worn a blonde wig in like two shows I'd done. So but they're like crappy wigs. They weren't, you know, like nice. Yeah. And so it was so exciting to see my hair like so bright and light. Um, and then I went back and then that's when she put like gray and purple in. And at first it looked kind of weird because it was like gray and purple. And I was like, ooh, this is, I look like kind of an old lady with purple hair. Like uh-huh. it was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. And then that faded out though into this eventually it was so pretty it was like silver and pink Mm. and that was pop that was might have been my favorite of like all the things i've had sent like it was you've dyed your hair a lot yeah i've gone back a couple times so i was like i loved like how much money are you spending on so not always spending money so the first time i i paid her and then that one faded out Mm -hmm. into like beautiful pink and silver which was beautiful and then it eventually just kind of was just kind of yeah silver and barely pink and she then got this new hair dye that she wanted to try out on people and so she's like hey do you want to come by oh, like, wow. i'll dye your hair i was like sure sounds fun so i went in and yeah was that the first one i think the first one did turn into eventually like a like a blonde like a silvery blonde mm. by the end of it because then i went in and then she dyed it purple like this it was like a dark purple wow um and then we put like hot pink underneath so it was like hot pink on the underneath was it all of your hair was purple mm-hmm. or like oh my and god and so for that one it was like all this purple and it was really intense and very dark and i felt like 
the hot topic kid of my like dreams. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Like I've never had never looked like that before. Cause even the first dye wasn't that yeah. dark. So it was like very much more of like a blue purple. Mm. So it was oh, wow. dark. That's intense. Yeah. It was really fun. And then that faded into kind of got kind of weird. It turned blue. Like it turned to like this light. My hair seems to like to hold on to blue. Like even now yeah. the blue. So, so then that faded out into like a, it was kind of like blondish and my brown was coming back and then there was like blue in it. So it was just kind of like a mess. Like it was just a lot of things. Um, and then, and then what? So then she asked if I wanted to model for her for this competition. Oh, wow. And she was like, do you want a to be my model? Yeah. Ooh. She was like, do you want to be my model? And like, let me dye your hair. And she's like, it's going to be kind of crazy. And I was like, fuck it. Who cares at this point? And because at this point it's, you know, we're well into 2021. I had nothing going on. Mm-hmm. I was like, sure, like, just do whatever you want. And so she cut my hair into, like, a shag. And she was kind of going for, like, those curtain bangs. Mm-hmm. It turns out my hair doesn't do that. My hair just falls straight. Like, my hair doesn't do – it's really, really <sighs> thick. And it's thicker than it looks. Mm-hmm. But that's why I have to have layers. Because if I don't have layers, it just, like, Interesting. just falls. <laughs> and so – Can I touch it? Yeah, sure. It's just kind of like, oh, see, it's just that's kind of, not what I expected. No, it's just yeah. kind of there. Like, there's just a lot of hair. It is quite and thick. Yeah. Um, so she gave me all these, like, fun layers. It was, like, this very 80s haircut with these, like, and so then I had bangs, which I never have had bangs in my life. I've always been very afraid to have bangs because mm-hmm. um, I thought it w- would make my face look more round, mm. which, again, we can talk about why I thought that was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, that's a whole, yeah problem um but then she died so she's from puerto rico and so the whole idea was to do this like puerto rican sunset over the ocean and so the top of my hair was like really bright yellow and orange like very paramore (laughs) and underneath uh was different shades of blue and and then yeah with these like shaggy bangs and i was like who am i like i looked like a bag of Skittles. It was crazy. <laughs> um, it was wild, but we ended up, we won, which was cool. Oh, shit. She won all this, like, stuff, wow. which was awesome. And then I got free hair. And then that has now faded out into what you see now. So oh. this blue that's left. So it, what's cool is all the top stuff just turned to blonde. Mm. Which okay, is, so to describe fun. it. To so describe my hair. So the top, the brown got, is coming back. Yeah, the brown is coming back. That's your natural Come, color. That's my natural color. And then it gets lighter uh-huh. where it was dyed. Yes. And so where this, it was pink. No, this is this was orange and yellow. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. So all the blonde was orange and yellow. But now it just looks blonde. And now it just looks blonde. Yeah. Um, and then underneath is blue. And like the bottoms are blue. Yes. So it's like it's like out. a layer of blue and then yellow and then your natural dark brown. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's still it looks kind of cool though. I mean, I think it's grown out in a fun way. I think so. Um. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, no, I've gone, I've gone on this journey. It's been like a whole year of different hair colors and trying out different things. And I kind of miss my brown hair. Like, mm. I like seeing myself as a blonde. It's fun. Like, I could see myself going full blonde. But it's really hard to keep up. My hair grows really fast, too. Mm. Like, I'm, I have to cut my bangs all the time. Like, that's why they're clipped back today. Because I'm like, I have to gotcha. <laughs> chop them again. And so I need, so I think blonde is really fun. Like, if I did like a natural blonde. Yeah. But again, you have to, it's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of upkeep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do like my natural hair color. 
I kind of miss it now. Now that it's been gone, I'm like, I kind of miss you. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to, to see it back. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Um, that's my hair journey. And I think it was really good for me because I used to be, I used to cry, like, every time I got my hair cut. I would, I just, <laughs> I was really sensitive about my hair, and I wouldn't get my hair cut for, like, months and like way too long I would wait because I just I don't know what it was I was really controlling about my hair and so getting it cut and dyed so many times in one year has just like freed me of some kind of control that I definitely had over my hair and and your hair is interesting right because it's like your skin it's like like it's such a part of you like it's literally your dead cells (laughs) like Mm -hmm. and so being able to relinquish that control has been very healing for me, I think. Just to go in and be like, yeah, sure, dye my hair, mess with it, do whatever you want, and, like, put it in someone else's hands. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, and now I feel like it's mine even more than I ever have. Like, I just feel more connected now to Now you hair. have more control. Yeah, because I've been able to relinquish it, which is kind of weird. Fascinating. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I think, I think it's really nice to be able to have let that go and be like yeah just cut it and if I don't like the haircut it'll grow back like it's okay and also I I, I'm so worried about what people think I look like all the time and so to be able to like live in like when my hair was first all those crazy colors I felt very uncomfortable but I was like I have to feel comfortable like I can't go out in the world and not feel comfortable so I'm gonna have to figure out a way to like just feel good about this no matter what and so it kind of, I think, it helped me lean into my my confidence in a different way. It's like, oh, I can't rely on the fact that my hair looks normal to me. Mm. It doesn't look normal, and I don't feel comfortable. But we're going to go out here and do my job anyway. Mm. And it was, yeah, I think it was just, like, really helpful to be able to be like, I'm still myself no matter what. That's nice. Yeah. I love that. I feel the same way about my body. Yeah. Because my body's been going through so many changes in mm-hmm. the last two years. So, yeah, it's like the same thing. To, it, in a weird way, it is relinquishing control. Yeah. But it is also, like, it's so freeing and and it, it allows you to kind of just be like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's not a big deal. You know, like, like this is what feels good and this is what's going to be the thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it doesn't have to be so... It's definitely loosened me up as a person. I used to be very uptight before I came out. Yeah. It was very, like, yeah, I was just, all the time, I was just stressed Mm. and depressed and, like, and other words that rhyme with stressed. (laughs) (laughs) Pressed. Pressed and, and. Distressed. Distressed. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Man, did you know that's why, or were you just always stressed and depressed and you were like. I never knew. Well, I mean, I did when I was young. Oh, yeah. When I was a little kid, I knew. Yeah. Wow. I was like, like, from the time, like, until I was about eight, seven or eight, I was, like, living my best life. I was just, like, I had pink boots that I would wear all the time. They were these, like, magenta boots um, that I loved so much. Mm. My mom like showed me all the different colors of boots that I could get for like the winter because mm-hmm. in Cleveland it gets pretty snowy. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I want that one. She was like, are you sure? You want that? And I was like, yes, I want the pink boots. And so she was like, okay, 
So then I had these pink boots that I wore until, like, they didn't fit me at all. Like, I wore them until, like, fourth grade. I loved them. I think maybe it was a little bit earlier than that. But, but yeah, I and I, I was just, like, I didn't care. I was just, like, mm-hmm. living my best life. And then I started to get bullied and, and um, you know, and then society started to take hold. And so I repressed it. Oh, my God. Like, and I didn't have the words when I was that young either. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm me. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I, I had never met a trans person before. Nobody mm-hmm. had ever exposed me to queer people or anything like that. So I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, this is me. And then, mm-hmm. and then once I repressed it, I repressed it mm-hmm. and it never came, came out. And I literally forgot about it. Like, that's how deep I put it inside of me. Like, Damn. and then eventually at the end of college, like it just had, it was like, Please, <laughs> and you did, and I did. Ugh. Yeah, it's great. Yes, yeah. and it seems like it was pretty quick for you too. Like, yeah, you're like, oh no, this is who I am. We got it. Mm-hmm. Everything made sense Which as soon awesome. as I figured it out. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I was just like, oh, <laughs> fucking finally. Like, this is why I like wearing makeup and <laughs> and yeah, all that stuff. Ugh. So many things were explained from my childhood you Mm -hmm. know like just a lot of stuff that I I took a gap year Mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew that Mm -hmm. um in Israel yes and there was this was only one of the one of the many instances of this but there was like a prom night Mm -hmm. where we would all just like it was like prom uh and it, it was like supposed to be like a fun activity or whatever and I was like I'm just going to go to the girls' apartment and have them do my makeup and wear a dress. And so I did. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, I was, like, 18 or something like Mm -hmm. that. And, um, of course, I was, like, the joke of the night. but, Mm. um, But it was still, like, I was like, oh, like, like thinking back on stuff Uh like that. Just like, oh, that's why. Yeah. Fucking dummy. Um, my best <laughs> friend since kindergarten, uh, we we would, like, in her basement, we would have, like, these, like, drag personas. Mm-hmm. Um, we were the gayest little children. <laughs> I, like, it was, it's, and she knew that she was trans from, like, a, like a long time. Wow. Um, but... But I didn't. I was just like going along with whatever yeah. whatever the thing was, and we would just like have fun, and we had these like these like personas that we would just like wear wigs and like wear girls' clothes all the time together. <laughs> and um, and then and you know now we're both like out trans women, which is so wild. What a beautiful um, like who gets that though to see somebody for that long? I know. Yeah, we're sisters. Wow. Like we really are. It's amazing. When did she come out? Oh, she just always. She, like, uh, it's been, like, a slow okay. uh, coming out thing for her. Mm-hmm. For me, like, as soon as I figured it out, I was just like, here's me, everyone. <laughs> but um, but uh, she came out to me a couple of years ago, um, like, specifically about that kind of stuff. But in terms of her, like, outward transition, it's mm-hmm. been, like, a, it's been a gradual mm-hmm. thing. Anyway, I think that's pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. Oh, can I ask you more about your experience in Israel at that prom? Sure. So when you 
Was that the first time you'd like worn a dress and makeup and gone? No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, I also did it in eighth grade once for in eighth grade. We had a (laughs) in eighth grade. We had a performance that was like the eighth grade class always did a show for the whole school. And our class was like pretty close. There was only 13 of us. And so we were all just like doing whatever we wanted to do. We would do such silly things. Mm -hmm. We would do whatever. And my thing was I, I had like a a silver sequin dress and, (laughs) and I, um, and I, I juggled, I think. And I played Don't Stop Believing on piano. At the same time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah I juggled with my feet and I played the piano with my hands uh, I yeah so that was really really fun and that's amazing and that was like in front of not only the entire school but like everyone's like parents yeah. and stuff and I was just like yeah whatever sure like, this, this is, is like cool show. you know yeah. and again you know I was like a joke mm. but but still like you know that's another one of thinking mm-hmm. so there were many times in my life where I did stuff like that and then thinking back on it, it's like oh why didn't I know <laughs> well you don't know right like I don't know like I didn't really accept the fact that I was bi until like probably a year or two ago because for a long time in my life I knew I had these feelings towards women but yeah I didn't know but I also had feelings towards men and so I was like oh well I guess I I thought all women thought these things about women. I was mm. like, oh, everybody thinks, you know, certain friends, they just really wish they could kiss them. And, like, really, all women are, like, just really attracted. They get really hot around certain women. Like, it's, it's normal. It's fine. And so for a long time, I, because so many people in my life were saying, you know, you're one or the other, or it's wrong, you know, there was also that whole mm-hmm. idea. And so... It wasn't until a couple of years ago that I was like, oh, like, yeah, I look back on my life and I think about certain friendships I had and the way that I thought about certain women and I'm like, oh my God, no, I was like, that was, that's what that was. And I think when you're able to look back and like, yeah, you can just be like, oh, you were always there. You just didn't have the words or didn't have the, or sometimes it's not safe. Like sometimes it's not safe to even let yourself think those things. Like I think for me, that's a lot of what it was. Like mm. even now it's like. It's really hard sometimes to let myself think a certain way about women because I'm like, there's so much just in my head. That so it, much internalized homophobia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting having to like, yeah, break apart like your own homophobia and... Um, oh my God, I know. And like thoughts of... What's it even called? <laughs> thoughts about women. Like... um, Like um, intrusive yeah. thoughts? What are, you, what are you trying to say? What's it called when you're like, like when you don't like women? <laughs> You don't, I don't, like, I don't even oh, like this word. Sexism? Sexism. <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. All Internalized my, like, misogyny. And yes, that misogyny. That's right. Yeah. So it's like, I and I know I have so much of that. And mm-hmm. it's weird having to tear it out of yourself about yourself. Yes. It's like, that's what I had to do whew. when I like came out and yeah. realized the stuff of myself is I had this moment where I was like, like, but I don't find trans people attractive. Mm. And I was like, wait. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. That's fucked up um and it's only because we have this like because because society fucking sucks and Mm -hmm. and they tell you that trans people are ugly and Mm -hmm. and they and they don't let you understand that 
people look completely different. Like everyone looks everyone completely looks different. different. It's not exactly. like if you're trans, you look a certain way mm-hmm. or if you're neurodivergent, you look a certain way, yeah. you know, or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I really had to dig deep because, because not only was it like about transphobia towards others, it was like towards myself. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I have to think I'm attractive, you know? Hardest one of all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the hardest one. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Well, you're doing a great job. Awesome. Talking. From the outside. Oh, <laughs> thanks. That's really sweet. You've got great skin. So. <laughs> yeah, I do have great skin. You're doing a great job, too, oh, you know? thank you. I mean, I'm trying. is this, this, no, this isn't the first date you'll go on with a woman um, pretty soon. No. You've been on dates with women before. I have before. been, I think I've only been on like one, I've only dated like one other woman. And we went on like a few and then we're just friends now. Like I okay. definitely didn't feel like mm. super strong vibes, but we're still pals. But yeah, because all the other experiences I had were just like drunken makeouts. And I was always like, oh, it's just whatever. Like I'm just, I just like hanging out with girls because everybody does. Yeah. Like it's like not a thing. <laughs> And then now I'm like, which I think is why I'm actually more scared now because I'm like, oh, I now that I've like accepted it and I'm like, oh wait, this wasn't just, the drunkenness was just an excuse to get yes, there. Correct. It was not mm-hmm. like the other way around. So now I'm like, oh my God, I'm going on like a sober date and it's like, fuck, I have to really, yeah, like accept the fact that it's like, oh, this is actually like who I am, which is hard yeah. too, I think, because mm. you have to really be like, oh, this is a part of my identity this is a part of who I am and like I love this part of myself and I do love this part of myself but like seeing her in action seeing my body you know like being in my body going on a date with a woman is like a whole thing Mm -hmm. so I just I also didn't date a lot in general so I mean I feel like I've talked about this a little bit but Mm -hmm. like dating at all is kind of stressful to me so um but I'm excited to go on a date with a woman and like I do just think women are wonderful and so pretty they're oh, so pretty. They're so pretty. I literally, like, that's the thing is, like, I mean, I'm a lesbian, so I guess I've never really been attracted to men mm-hmm. that much. Um, but, like, women are pretty. Women are so men are not pretty. No. I'm sorry. I mean, there, there are very are pretty men out there. There are few men. Yes. But women just but, have this, like, thing about yeah. them that they're just, like, glowing angels sometimes mm-hmm. and I'm just I think that's why I get more intimidated by women because I'm like you're just so pretty like why would you even want to talk to me mm-hmm. like <laughs> you could have anybody in the world oh, totally oh, just they're so beautiful pretty, it's yeah. yeah I love yeah I totally get that mm-hmm. I love women they're enchanting women they're like enchanting you know and, and uh, yeah it, they're just nice to look at mm-hmm. you know clean clean oh <laughs> don't even get me started <laughs> some men God. And and that's a whole thing too, right? That's a whole misogynistic thing of men being told they can't like care about beauty products or you're gay or whatever. And it's like, yes, no, clean clean yourself, please. Mm-hmm. Like, just take care of yourself. And there's there's nothing feminine about taking care of yourself. Mm-mm. Or if there is, why do you think being feminine is bad? Yeah, yeah. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are very specific yeah. men that I'm attracted to, and it's men who like who. Maybe they're not even, like, feminine that much in presentation, but, like, they just don't have, like, they, they're they not insecure about their masculinity. Yes. And they're not, like, 
they love doing that kind of stuff or whatever, you know, yeah. like, cause, cause then I feel like you can really get close to someone. Mm-hmm. I feel like otherwise you're just like doing something with someone and you don't even like, you don't even really know them, you know, whereas with women, what? You f- no, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you, what you mean. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I don't, I, it's hard to get to know men. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, maybe it's because I'm a woman, but like, I just relate to women. Yeah. You know? So I feel like there's like a level of understanding mm-hmm. when I'm with a woman. Yeah. Um, where we don't have to feel like, where, where it can be an extremely nurturing thing and it can be like, oh yeah, you're not comfortable with that. That's great. Like, you mm-hmm. know, or like, you know, oh, that's really interesting that you have trauma around this. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Whereas with men, like, they don't, at least in my experiences, you don't like, that's not what you talk about. You just hope the experience goes well. Mm. And, and the open communication really hasn't been there. Yeah. I feel like they don't talk as much. I know I was talking with a friend of mine, a guy a while ago, and he was saying, cause I was talking about how me and my friends talk about sex like all the time. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, guys don't do that. Or at least him and his friends, like they don't talk openly about sex cause they don't talk about it. Like how, that like annoying guys talk about it, like oh yeah I fucked this girl blah, blah. like he was like because they don't talk about it in that way mm-hmm. but then they don't feel comfortable talking in a vulnerable way being like hey I had this experience and it was kind of uncomfortable and I didn't really you know or whatever or like ooh this was really exciting because we both like had this experience together and I didn't know I had no idea that was a thing that like guys don't talk about sex because mm-hmm. they don't know how to talk about they haven't been taught how to talk about it in like a a nurturing yeah like comfortable way yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so sad because I feel like that's such a thing that women can talk about together mm-hmm. and bond over and like, and work through together and like ask each other questions. And I just got very, very sad. I was like, oh wow, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like. It's a sad existence. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, as somebody who knows, like, mm-hmm. who knows mm-hmm. what it's like to socialize with men, like, mm-hmm. as a man or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. That's also something that fucked me up in my transition is like, Mm -hmm. because I spent so many years literally believing I was a guy, Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be a man Mm -hmm. and I know what it's like to be a woman. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's (laughs) fucked up. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and yeah, that's the experience is like, you know, is a lot of guys are, are like very sort of, it's, they're not like, Oh yeah, I fucked this bitch and whatever, but they don't. Yeah. It's really hard to have a conversation of Mm. like, Oh, I was really uncomfortable because she just kind of stopped kissing me and I didn't know what to do. And then we just kind of cuddled there and just like, you know, like things like that. Like you can like talk about them with people and like, it's really comforting to know that somebody else has gone through that Mm -hmm. experience. But, but if you haven't been taught to talk like that, you just, put it all inside and then you have to unlearn that which is why misogyny doesn't benefit men either no like sexism doesn't benefit men and it doesn't benefit women it doesn't benefit non-binary people it doesn't benefit anybody and also speaking of non-binary people i would like to say that this is we're only talking about men like yes like if you are non-binary assigned whatever at birth like you know you are not a man (laughs) you know so um so I always hate when people yeah. talk about like, oh, guys do this and women do this, but then they never, acknowledge they never acknowledge them. that there's yeah. like a million other people mm-hmm. who are not that. Yeah, no, we've definitely been talking in 
in general. Yeah, we've Latin been talking in a, in, a bi- in a binary for sure. Yeah. All the non-binary people that I've had experiences with have been truly wonderful. Literally the best yeah. people. They're so great. I really love, um, I love when non-binary people like love a traditionally feminine or masculine presentation, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they're like, yeah, this is how I like to present mm-hmm. and I am not. A man yeah, or a woman. I think that's what's beautiful about non-binary people and learning about yeah the the beauty talking about the beauty industry in general is like the way that they're able to yeah kind of take pieces of whatever feels the most comfortable and and it's just like them mm-hmm. as a person and oh it makes me so happy because I'm like yeah like let's fuck it up because or anytime I'm in Sephora and I see like someone who you know I who seems like I would might assume they're a man I don't know sure but um just like shopping away I just get so happy because mm. I'm like yes like anytime we can mess with what people think is the should yeah. or the norm or whatever in quotes it's just good so I thought something that we could do mm-hmm, okay. at the end of every one of these yeah is uh, we each say something that we learned about each other today. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So what's something you learned about me yeah, um, in this conversation? I really appreciate you telling me your story um, about your eighth grade juggling experience mm-hmm. and and your um, going to the prom dance. Because I think those moments, I, I like, I love knowing, I don't know, the way you connected to the relinquishing of control, that you've, you've had these moments in your life where you have let yourself lean into a part of yourself you didn't even identify, like you didn't have a name for, but you knew it felt good. Mm. And I think that is so beautiful and so like, I know you're a very analytical person, but it seems like in those moments you didn't need like a logical answer. You were just like, I'm doing this because it feels right. And I just really admire that about you. And I like knowing that it's like, because you are an artist as well. And so I wonder if that's also your artist side of your brain being like, this feels right. This is, this Mm. is (laughs) the right thing in this moment. Um, Yeah. So I feel like you have a very interesting balance of your artistic and, and logical analytical self. Mm, Thanks. And Mm. yeah, I I like seeing how they like flip flop in your existence. That's very accurate. That's like the constant struggle of me. I bet. (laughs) The like is what my heart is telling me mm-hmm. and what my brain is like trying to push down, mm. you know, or, mm-hmm. or, or analyze or whatever. So yeah, I really appreciate that. Of course. Well, mm. I feel like, I mean, you love the piano and I feel like that, like, especially jazz, like it takes mm-hmm. that. It does. You have to be it very takes creative exactly and also. <laughs> That's why I love it. There That's why go. I love music theory and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff because it's like smart, mm-hmm. you know, and it's magic. Yeah. That's amazing. That's cool. Um, I, today I learned that your last name is pronounced Nay. <laughs> and, like a uh, horse. And that when you were a child. No, don't Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I won't tell that That wasn't that story. in the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> that was in confidence. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I told you that in confidence. <laughs> Pre-recording. Okay. I will, I pr- make you a promise. I will tell that story at some point. On, okay. Um, <laughs> just not today. Okay, call that a forward it's promotion. So Everyone, get excited for that story. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's 
It's a very funny yeah, story. Yeah, no, our like 100th episode will just be a bunch of embarrassing <gasps> stories. Oh my God, I have so many. I have so many. That's fun. Okay, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm an embarrassing human. Um, okay, something that I learned about you <laughs> on the podcast is that you like to wear natural looking makeup mm-hmm. for like a special occasion, but you're not that much of a makeup gal. Mm-hmm. I said that. Mm. I, I feel like there was something deep that we uncovered about you today, but I can't remember what it was. I just like you being bisexual. Oh my God, I have a story mm-hmm. to tell you um, about like bisexual stuff. <laughs> you were like, yes. Like, <laughs> tell me everything. Um, I, this girl that I'm talking to right now, she was telling me about like experiences where she like had like gay experiences, uh-huh. you know? And let me tell you, I, the thing that I am the most sad that I missed out on as a child uh-huh is having sleepovers with girls and having gay experiences at the sleepover. Because I've heard a lot of stories from people who that has happened with, and I want it so bad. Like, I wish I could go back in time and just, like, yeah. Did that happen to you? Oh, yeah. But it definitely was, like, not real. Like, we didn't kiss or anything, and everything was very much, like, over the clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, and we pretended that one of us was a guy. And oh, that is whoa. Like, that's a whole fucked up thing <laughs> of being like, okay, you be the guy this time. And because oh we couldn't just accept that. How like, old were you? I think this was like in middle school. So this mm-hmm. was, and then before that, like that's the only time that was ever, that anything like that ever happened was with this one, like my best friend. Mm. And mm. Uh, before that, it was like when I was like really, really little and like. You do stuff with kids and you don't know what you're doing. And then you get in trouble and you're like, oh. Yes, um, that happened to me too. Yeah, but that's when you're like really, really young and you don't know what's bad. Like, is it bad? I don't know. You know, it's like, that's just those experiences. But yeah, so that wasn't a whole interesting thing. It wasn't just like us doing it with each other. It wow. was like, holy shit. Hey, I'm going to pretend to be the guy this time. Or you pretend to be the, I want to be the girl to this To justify time. it. That's so interesting. And we still, we like felt like it was wrong. Mm. But, um. And yeah, again, it wasn't even bad. It was like, it wasn't mm-hmm. even anything. We just were, I don't really want to describe it, but it's like, sure. <laughs> it wasn't like, yeah. that's what's wild to me. It's like, it wasn't even, yeah. it's was like very performative and mm. very just. Because that's all you have, yeah. you know, when you're that young is like mm. ideas of what it might be. Yeah. You know? So I, I love that you got to explore that together yeah. in a weird way. It was very weird. I'm like, that's what, I'm so jealous of that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I want. So now mm-hmm. in my like my like casual dating life, mm-hmm. I try to like recreate it. <laughs> like not like be little kids. Yeah. That's weird. But like like have like sleepovers and like mm. fun, like cozy times and blanket forts and watching a movie and cuddling and like yeah. that kind of stuff makes me so happy. Yeah. That's what I like that's what I try to like emulate because I never got to have that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um but this girl that I was talking to was telling me that she went on a trip to Disney with her family and she got to take a friend. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, she said that, and, and she and her friend shared a hotel room. And she said that, this was also in middle school. She was mm-hmm. probably like seventh grade. Yeah. And she said that she, her favorite part of the trip was going, at, was at night, like going to the hotel room and just like hanging out with her friend. They would like cuddle and like they would like spoon each other and then, mm-hmm she like kissed her neck like her friend kissed uh-huh. her neck and she was like yes but she did she was like ah yeah and ever since they've never talked about it <gasps> whoa yeah and i feel like that's the thing too though right like women like especially young women you're allowed to be touchy in a way 
that's accepted that's yes. different mm-hmm. when you're like a young girl and even now like my best friend and i we my roommate like we cuddle all the time people mm, think we're in a relationship nice. all the time because we very much are like we're we're each other's person like we're mm. very much in some kind of relationship but we're not attracted to each other sexually so it's a very interesting mm. thing to be in and every, a lot of people are very confused by us because they're like why are you but it's true it's like you know we hug and we cuddle and like so nice. we but not all the time but it's like yeah we i think it's just like more okay and yeah. that's another thing that i think people who are you know, assigned male at birth aren't given that mm-hmm. freedom because it's there's always this like there's way more of a fear of like oh dude are you gay like it's way worse than like girls yes, for it some is reason way worse. I had there was a moment in elementary school when I had to go to the bathroom. Not I went to the bath. I went physically went to the bathroom, <laughs> but I didn't have to relieve myself or anything. No, yeah. Um, uh, but I had a panic attack in the bathroom because mm. I was like what if I'm gay? Like, like something came out in that moment from inside Mm. of me and I didn't know what it was, but I was like, Oh God, like that would be the worst thing. Like, what if I'm gay? And that has like stuck with me. That was Mm -hmm. like a very like traumatizing wild thing to have happen. Oh my goodness. Um, that is so, that's so interesting because you are, but you didn't, mm-hmm. in that moment, you probably weren't thinking about it in the same way. Right. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, so. I always really wanted to have those. <laughs> so I like Between okay. the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I do think those sleepovers are such a special thing. Mm. And I know I used to sleep over at friends' houses a lot. Like, a, like I was, you know, we'd be at school and be like, oh, can I go home with this person instead? And it was like, sure. Like, my mom was all, so she had nice. four kids. She was happy to let other yeah. <laughs> let a kid go. <laughs> She's like, go away. Um, and, yeah, I think, and I, I still to this day, I love sleeping over at other people's houses. I love oh, sleepovers. Yeah. I love sleeping in other people's beds. Like, even huh. super platonically. Like, yeah. I hate sleeping alone. Mm, I, me too. Uh, I just, like somebody else there like yeah i don't i don't know what that is i think it might be from like sharing rooms with my brothers when i was really young mm. but yeah i don't really know i just i love i love good sleepover and it's funny because mm. then some people don't some people like do not want to go to other people's houses and they don't like that mm. but yeah i think that's nice i think it's just nice yeah we should have a platonic sleepover oh my god that sounds wonderful i that love a sleepover wonderful. um well uh yeah. I hope you have a good rest of your week. So cool. Okay. Bye. Bye.